0: After a nice little break, welcome back to State of Charge, a fun, inspirational podcast to help keep your spiritual batteries recharged with your hosts, John Mann and Matt Swartz.
1: And John, it's been a long, hot minute, hasn't it? (laughs) I was just going to say, we talked about that earlier. It has been a hot minute, that is for sure. I think it's probably been about, goodness, two months or more. Uh, Three months. Three months. So we took
0: off June, July, August, and it's... Actually, the end of September, so almost
1: four months. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, and I think there's a, a rogue episode out there somewhere still that... That we recorded yeah, we, but didn't post. <laughs> we, yeah. It's it's all um, good, people. It's all good. It is. But good. it was
0: encouraging to hear from
1: people like, hey, are, are you guys done? Yeah. Are you coming back? So that was fun. It was, it was fun. And I actually had a friend reach out to me and, and tell me how much that they were meaning to me. And, you know, I've... I've missed being on on the podcast with you. I think that it's one of those things for me where it it helps me put into practice the things that I'm talking about. Yeah, no, uh, I, I definitely agree with that. And so it's just it's kind of, um, you know, it's it let's let's be honest, it's a lot of work to do something like this, yeah, and there's is. a time commitment, and there's a accountability with each other, and all good things for discipline and and, and to do those in our lives. But you know. Life gets busy, and quite honestly, our batteries were getting drained there for a little while, Well, and, right? and,
0: I, and I think that uh, in this break that we had, we both have gone through some transitions with stuff. Yeah. And, and so it's it's like some of that was, I think we had to practice what we preached about yeah. allowing some stuff to kind of go by the wayside. Yeah. Uh, in order to not over-deplete our, our spiritual batteries so that... Right. know and i think it was it was at the right time that we both kind of said hey i'm i'm kind of hankering for this to start back up because i think we enjoy the time together yeah and and
1: we're trying to not just do that but also create valuable content for people right right not not it is it is definitely beneficial for for you and i personally and what i think is really fun and encouraging for all of us in this is that yes? You and I get out of it this camaraderie, this accountability with each other, but at the same time, the content is relevant to anybody, yeah. and anybody can get something yeah. out of it. And I think that that's really powerful, and it's just a wonderful opportunity. And I, I mean, really, it's it's like a ministry too. You know, hopefully, it encourages people to to look at situations in life and begin to evaluate where things are at. And I think that's what it does for me personally. I think
0: one of the things that, we are having to practice and not just talk about is I think in coming back though, we had to figure out what's a sustainable model for us. Hmm. So if they notice in the intro, I didn't say weekly.
1: No, I didn't
0: even catch that. We we didn't say weekly. I I think we began realizing that was, even though we were, we weren't every week, but we were pretty close to it. We were, were, I think facing a, uh, a fatigue of trying sure. to do that with sure. you know, your your business is thriving and doing well. Um, I'm doing a lot of travel mm-hmm. and, and so trying to coordinate calendars and, mm-hmm. and, and as much as, as fun as it is to record at all these different locations that we recorded at, that adds an extra layer of work for us. Right. You know, because it's just, you know. Well, sometimes
1: my, just the time difference. The is, time difference, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's either early in the morning or late in the night, you know, exactly. for us to coordinate. Exactly. And, yeah. and
0: so I think for me, uh, we're hopefully, uh, it may not it may not be as exotic <laughs> in what we're doing in, in this run as far as like, where where are you at in the world
1: today? Yeah, we, we might not hear those cool European, you know, honks in the background yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, that it's always but, fun. But
0: hopefully it's a more sustainable model for yeah. us to be able to continue
1: to uh, bless people with. Yeah. Content to help keep our spiritual batteries recharged. Absolutely. You know, a couple weeks ago, you and I met to kind of like brainstorm and to put a calendar together and get some ideas for this next season. And we actually came very prepared. I think we've got some content lined up to last us quite a while.
0: (laughs) I feel like we've got content for the next year. So (laughs) the the break just needed to give us time to create some some ideas for content. Absolutely. Which
1: is a lesson in and of itself, too. Sometimes you just need a break to let you to recharge and you let your creative creativity come out and you know so so yeah I think it, it all worked together but I'm really excited about coming back yeah you know you had this great idea and so why don't you introduce that for us today and see what we're going to talk about yeah I
0: think so initially we wanted to take some time to look back at what are themes that we have talked about we when, did you do you remember how many episodes you said that we've got like I think it's around sixty. Yeah, sixty total. episodes, which yeah. to me was mind-boggling when mm-hmm. you said that. Um, and as, as we begin talking about that, of would it be good to just for us to at least start by, what are some of the themes or ideas or episodes that have been especially meaningful to us? Yeah. As we begin to look forward to where 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 do we go now? And, yeah. And, and what are the topics and themes and ideas that we're we're bridging into? Because I think. Um. And this was an interesting part of our conversation is we both have different episodes that we look back on and we say, as much as we were trying to create content for other people, that episode was especially meaningful to us Mm -hmm. Um, or those themes. And, you know, because I think Mm -hmm. you have some specific episodes. I I have specific themes as I look back over the 60 episodes that kind of came through. Yeah.
1: you know, you had mentioned that you kind of like think in threes. I do think in threes, and I'm so so sorry. Well, ironically, I have pastor, three. He's a pastor. <laughs> hey, at least it's only three bullet points, that's, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh goodness. So, I mean, I have three specific episodes that that stand out to me. Obviously, there's there's so many to choose from, and the content I feel is is rich at least for me and in and, and what those episodes did for me at those times but um let's start with you this is this was kind of your idea as we come back as we regroup as we rethink as we retrain i think we can go back and, and learn from the lessons yeah. that we have in the past and i think that that's applicable in life what are seasons in life uh, challenges in life uh, that we can look back on and yeah. learn from as as history does tend to repeat itself. And so do we make the same mistakes? Do we do we do the same things that we did that were wise? Yeah. And so share with us some of your th- some of your themes. Yeah. Your so, categories. So, so the theme
0: one that really stuck out for me is as I was going through and looking at it was about fear and scarcity mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, a number of episodes, that idea, that thought came up. And and I, and I think it's not just because I think that's something that you and I have, have, have struggled through and, and talk about pretty transparently about how that's affected mm-hmm. our own spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it, it, it's interesting when, and, and I wish everybody would have an experience like this, and I don't think it has to come from a podcast, but even mm-hmm. if it's rereading a journal entry, whether it's, You know, uh, a talk you give somewhere, like, I wish everybody had the opportunity to go back and revisit something that you've put out, whether it's in a journal, whether it's in a talk, Mm -hmm. whether it's in a podcast, whether it's in content you've created. Mm. I wish everybody could have the opportunity to go back and to say, wow, in the midst of me sharing something to other people, I said something that actually was a thought that was forming in my brain that Mm. actually really... Uh, was a fresh perspective for myself like mm. sometimes i think it's difficult to find ways to
1: to listen to ourselves um oh I think i'm an expert so I listen to myself all the time <laughs> i i just
0: think that for me uh, so let's just talk about that for a moment as far as scarcity mentality um i i've just come through you know what we've it's been four months right since since we've sat down to do an episode and in that time you know we've we've my wife and I have been traveling, you know, personally and for ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the planning stages for all of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, a mutual friend of ours uh, invited me to work part-time for a church to help them set up missions. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back kind of in local church context again while having a full-time job training yeah. and uh, equipping and pastoring pastors, yeah, and and so for me, there you would think like wow, so I mean, just a lot of blessing of God in my life. Like mm. everything should be going good, right? Right. And for the most part, yeah, it is. Yeah. Except there was these these fears that began cropping up, mm. and and again this this scarcity mentality. Mm. It had nothing to do with anything being wrong. It had everything to do with transition. And I think that's the idea for me. That was the aha moment of kind of going back through these episodes and realizing I fail to understand whenever there's a transition in my life how it negatively impacts me. Hmm. You know, I I'm Mister I'm Optimist and like I'm good and I and I do transitions pretty well, mm-hmm. but I also don't understand at the same time how when I'm in a transition when something's going on. The thing that gets activated to me is fear and scarcity. Can you give me an example? Of yeah. What, yeah of oh, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, for me, um, and, and this, is, this is just being fully transparent, okay? So our ministry to do help end discipleship poverty is based on getting people that are prayer partners and financial partners to support that ministry. Right. Um, and so... All of a sudden, like here's this church that's saying, "Hey, we're we're going to work with your travel schedule. We get it. You have a full time job. Mm -hmm. We're only asking you part time to come in, and we're we're eighteen months to two years. Yeah. So this is not a life sentence, the type of thing. Like this is I'm I'm in for very, from what we can tell, a very specific reason for a specific season to help sets up you know systems and structures. Well, where my brain went is, Hmm. but. What will our donors think? Mm-hmm. you know are, are, are people gonna feel like um, you know hey well that obviously he's working for a church now, so we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna stop giving yeah and that was a very real fear and, and just scarcity of mentality that came up hmm. you know versus seeing the, the blessing in it that God brought this about at a very good time because we're, we're not at a hundred percent yet mm-hmm. um, and so this was this is a blessing of like hey helping to cover some of the gap. While we continue to get to 100% support, it was actually my daughter that uh, really said, like, I, I made a passing comment of like, you know, hey, this is exciting. God's hand is obviously in it. Um, and I can share that story a, a different time of, you know, how this mm-hmm. all came about. It started with the Holy Spirit planting a seed in my wife's mind in January. It's is crazy. Mm. But my daughter looked at me and said, why would you speak that over your life? Why would you speak scarcity and fear over this? If if God's hand is in this, why would you not assume that God has the capacity to keep you guys fully supported Mm -hmm. and to have donors be excited for this fact Mm -hmm. that you're adding value to a local church in a context here while still ministering and blessing local churches globally? Yeah and i got to tell you man mm-hmm. it was it was it was a kick in the gut because like i think for me hey I, I was super grateful that god used my daughter in that moment to say why would you speak those words out like yeah. that's that's not a that's not a faith moment right why would you not speak faith like god i believe that if you've provided this you could also provide mm-hmm. and and so out of that i think god gave us a, a very clear picture of hey just communicate to your donors mm-hmm. hey you know while working full-time at this the church has asked me part-time they're gonna work around my travel it's just like just throw it out there and 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 just see what i do yeah but again that scarcity mentality is it, it that was the first thing that cropped what up what
1: did you actually find to happen
0: so i mean as of right now nobody has dropped off yeah you know, and again, it, it, it that's not saying it isn't going to happen, but sure. it's like for me, I think the point of what my
1: daughter said. But even is, your colleagues were encouraging you to Oh, like, my goodness. I, I mean, even know, my boss, who I yeah, work with, exactly. said
0: like, well, this is a no-brainer. A local church wants to pay you to help them to set up missions. Like, yeah. why would you not say yeah. yes? yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: and, and so for me, it was... It, long-term strategy, though, it falls right in line with where you're at with developing workers, well, too. One, 100%. So, you know, it is almost as if this is just a parallel avenue for you in the ministry. Um, and in one kind of a way, it's almost like the church is a major donor now.
0: <laughs> well, and, and and honestly, I think that's part of how they see it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why they're willing to work around my travel, that's which awesome. which is ex- extremely generous. Yeah. That they're saying like, "Hey, doesn't matter. You know, mm. we we get it that you're traveling three months a year. You know, mm. in this ministry, we're we're gonna we're gonna work around that." Mm. But so, I, I think for me, it's just my point is is in that transition, the first thing that activated was scarcity and fear, mm. and and just realizing as as I was looking back through the episodes, it's like. That will drain your spiritual batteries yeah. quicker than
1: just about anything. So rhetorical question then for those that are listening. What changes or what circumstances or what what might be going on in your life right now where fear and scarcity is creeping in? And just evaluate that and, and just you know begin to identify that and don't let that be a stronghold because that could be the very thing that's holding you back from yeah. the blessing that could come from it.
0: Well, and I think the thing again i can't say this is an absolute truth for everyone so if you're a person that recognizes that fear and scarcity mentality have been a part of your story mm-hmm. whenever you're going through any transition watch out for landmines of it popping up mm-hmm. just 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 begin looking for it because yeah. i think that that's the thing i would say is that understand that if that's been a part of your narrative mm-hmm. it's going to it's going to pop up
1: i'm sure that there are those more like me and you where, where fear creeps in pretty quickly. And then there's maybe more of the risk taker where it's just like, who cares? Let's just go. But I think if we're all honest with ourselves, this, this does creep in and it, it does percolate. And sometimes the percolation of it can be more devastating than just the quick rush of it. Exactly. And, and that's so kind of keep
0: that in mind. And, and just understand that uh, sometimes our, our temperament, our personality Make, that's what makes it difficult to see. I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm Mr. Positivity. Mm-hmm. I don't like acknowledging negative. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, I think it, it, literally even just this morning, I was, I was just kind of, I don't know, not creating a, a, a game plan, but like, Hey, here's kind of three themes mm-hmm. I want to tackle between now and the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and making sure that they weren't being fueled out of fear and scarcity mentality, but they were like, hey, you know, I, you know, here's kind of three areas that I, I really want to be intentional about between now and the end of the year, mm. because I think if I take the last quarter, you know, October, November, December yeah. of the year, Goodness. like that, it's, it's just 90 days, yeah, 90 days to focus on these that could have a reverberating uh, impact on my life for a much longer time. Mm. Wow, so that's my one theme. So let's jump to one of your episodes.
1: All right, so mine are more episode based, um, but every episode is very thematic, right? And so there are elements of that theme inside each uh, each episode. But mine goes back to season two. The first the first one we're going to talk about is season two, episode five, where we actually got a chance to do a phone interview with Scott Rideout. Uh He is uh, at that time. The president of Converge, and uh, which is a part of a, a, a national church movement, um, I, I guess you can, a convention, if you will, but not but not necessarily, but just a group of like-minded a, churches. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: The association that starts, yeah. strengthens, and sends. That's what they. So do. So
1: he, and that that particular episode, the theme was grace. But interestingly enough, what I what I always go back to in my mind when I think of that episode. I guess it applies to grace, but he said something that was very, very intriguing to me. He, he he took it back to sports. He's a big sports person. He loves football. He's always coached. As long as I've known him, he's coached his kids, and he he always did the March Madness brackets. And when when we were working with which him, which
0: my mom would fill out for me. Oh, that's she was hilarious! Alive. I don't know if you remember that.
1: That's awesome. And so he, he has this mentality of, uh, of how to coach and develop people, I think more more so than anybody else that I've ever known. And, and what struck me very, it was just like a slap in the face because I had never really thought of it this way. He says, if you practice your sports like you're still in high school, you're never going to get better. Wow, that's really good. But if you practice your sports... And, and take it to the next level so you get to college. If you get to college and you're practicing the same as you did in high school, you're not gonna be successful in college. If you practice like you did in college when you get into the pros, you're not going to be successful. And so you have to increase your level of discipline. You have to increase your level of intentionality. You have to increase your level of um, proficiency in life, in any situation. Because if I'm practicing patience the same way that I practiced patience when I was in high school, yeah. I'm not going to get better That's at good. patience. That's good. Right? Yeah. If I'm practicing serving the same way that I was practicing serving when I was in college, I'm not getting better at serving. And so that really, really struck me, uh, struck a chord with me is how am I honing myself to be better than I was, because I'll be honest, there are times and situations in my life where I look back at how mature or immature I was at certain point in times. <laughs> and, and there are things in my life right now that I was doing better mm. in the past than I'm doing now. And, you know, busyness or complacency or, uh, just, an I, and well, that's a, a, good, that's a, a mindset kick right there, man. a mindset. That, that,
0: that, 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 that's a, that just challenged me.
1: Yeah, so it's just like, okay, if we're if we're on target for getting better in certain areas of our life, we can't be practicing it the same way we did in the past. And so, do you remember him you saying know, that? No, no,
0: I, I, I do now that you bring it up. And I, I guess the thing why I say that, that's a good, because I think that statement is like, I have to acknowledge the areas yeah. of my life where I am still practicing like yeah back then versus i i've i've grown and, and i've taken the effort to to really
1: practice differently that's good you know we were at a freshman football game last night and my youngest son he's also a freshman but we went to watch his cousin but my youngest son he does not like sports and football he's in swim and he does really good and that keeps him active it keeps him in shape but he would much rather do something else than than sports and so He, he went with us begrudgingly last night to the game, but it was really interesting. He, he's a thinker and he's, you know, he's, we, we joke and he owns it. He's a nerd. And, and we, he, he would say, nerd, nerd,
0: Nerd (laughs) Unite.
1: so, and, and it's really, really fun. And, and we, we fully claim it. Um, But last night, so because of his mindset and he's, he's very inquisitive, he's very smart. He's very social. He looked at me, he goes, dad why are there so many flags in this game? And I was like, well, cause it's freshman football. They're just learning how to play the game. Wow. Right. Yeah. And so that kind of like triggered my mind too. And because I knew I was going to say this, I was like, you know, if you see just as many flags in a pro yeah. football game as you do in a freshman game, then something's good wrong. Word. Good word. Right. Yeah. So anyways, that was, that was really, really good for me to, to think back on that.
0: So, so practical step for somebody to walk away, what, what do they, how do you evaluate? Like, uh, it, it can, you know, I, and, and, and it may not be that there's a, yeah. a, a tangible way, but like, how do you evaluate, Hey, and, and, you know, do you, do you, Yeah.
1: like for you, do you kind of well, chart out
0: areas? Cause you made a comment about, Hey, I, I saw an area yeah. where I'm, I'm not, you know, is that something you, you purposely tried to build in or was that circumstantial or
1: so? When I say these things, it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily doing them. Let me just put that out there. Okay. <laughs> you can always see the plank in your, in your, or oh, the speck good. in your, in hey, your man, friend's l- eye.
0: L- l- this podcast, will tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're no, doing it. No, to,
1: but to specifically answer that question, I think that you have, you, there's this phrase, you know, it is what it is. And I think that sometimes we can just go to that. But I think the that goes along with that phrase is, we don't see what we don't see. And so I think it's very important that you have people in your life that will point out the things that you don't see. Good word. Good word. Um, And so in that, you know, if you're married, that should be your spouse. Um, if, if you're single or a young adult, find somebody that's a little bit older than you, that has a little bit more experience than you give them the permission to speak into your life the way that they need to and be open and receptive to that. So in those regards, I think that I've, I've done a good job, but I also internalize things, uh, and, and am my own worst critic. And, uh, so I, I do have to be careful with that because I am not naturally a self disciplined person. In, in some areas, I am, um, and and I'm very focused. But in other areas, I'm mostly in the areas that really matter in the long scheme of things in life, I have to really work at it. And so, for me, it's it's dual. Did I give permission for people to speak into my life? And if they do, does it just water off the duck's back, or am I heeding that wow, advice? And good. am I and am I looking at it and evaluating it? And so. Um, I, I think those are really two two things that you can do. Awesome, man. That's cool. Yeah,
0: I think that's a good spot for 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 this episode, right?
1: Absolutely, we've got more to talk about. We more, do more episodes, you know. Uh, so, yeah, let's 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 pause here, and we'll reconvene in uh, in another week. Yeah, All thanks, right? man. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it.